Hello, my name is Jonah Hartman. And my name is Kyle Whirl. And this is BDF. Welcome to a very spooky <laughs> episode of BDF, everyone. It is very spooky. We have the lights off. Lights off I'm and everything. I'm a little scared. I'm not going to Halloween lie. in what? Three days? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Scare, scary time. Spooky time. Scary. Trick-or-treating, ghouls, goblins, all, all everything's coming at you. Jonah, do you know what you're uh, dressing up as for Halloween? I do not. I okay, do not well, know. you need to figure that out. I know. I, because I, I'm going to I'm gonna expose you a little bit here. Uh, is it... Is it or is it not true that you weren't really planning on dressing up this year? I don't ever plan to dress up, and then I and then I, and then last minute I figure out what I'm gonna be. And that's so boring. I, it's uh, but but it usually is like a good like a good like idea that I, it'll it'll come to me and I'll be like oh that's good and then I'll I'll dress up or whatever. All right, we'll see. Like last year, I was the I was the Charlie Brown ghost with all the holes. I thought that was kind of funny, you know, walking around. I didn't see it, so okay. I don't right. know. How, right. I, I can't I can't comment on how funny it was, but you're right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what you do this year. <laughs> so I want to get right into this because we've got a we've got a good episode planned today. Okay. Yes, but I th- I think we should like <laughs> I, I'm a little nervous. I think we should yeah, I, ease I our way into the into the spooky stories. I had I had a question I wanted to ask you. All right. What, what what's up? Um, what was what was your favorite thing to dress up as for Halloween when you were a kid? Oh, my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, one one year, um, my mom my mom and I would always come up with like like the like the costume ideas. One year, I was like a serial killer, and I had like little cereal boxes with like the plastic <laughs> knives in them. But I think my favorite was because one, I really wanted to one have a morph suit oh, God. and also wear a morph suit. <laughs> All right. Um, and so I was like, what could we use with a morph suit? And so my mom <laughs> dressed me up as a traffic light. <laughs> and I wore a black morph suit. And I just had these three, like, fluorescent circles that hung down on, like, a necklace, like, on my body. <laughs> and I went around my entire neighborhood while it was, like, raining, like, dressed as oh just a stoplight. Just a stoplight. You should do that this year. I, sh- I should be the stoplight again. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know if this is necessarily my favorite costume. I don't know why I did this, but when I was little, there were like five years in a row where I would dress up as Batman. Batman. Yeah. I did that, but for, uh, uh, Darth Vader. Nice. But here's the thing. I would, I would make my parents get me a new Batman costume every year. (laughs) So there was one point where I had like six Batman costumes that fit me (laughs) just like hanging around until Halloween came out. I would wear, I would wear my, um, Darth Vader costume every the same thing I had like the full helmet Darth yeah, Vader yeah, thing yeah, yeah. but I would always end up taking off the helmet because I didn't want to walk around with it on yeah so I'd I would, end up I just would, being like a like a Sith mask. Lord or something uh-huh, yeah so it wasn't it wasn't an, I I never I never want a full Halloween with the helmet on <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a lot those kids that leave those masks and helmets and whatnot on it is all night all night long oh. going from running sprinting from sprinting. house to house yeah. they go quick I I went quick I remember me going I didn't last I was year I was sprinting I was, I was going fast last the neighborhood year. <laughs> the neighborhood we always used to go to when I was little there was this one woman she was evil I was so scared of her and uh, she would sit on her porch Mm -hmm. and her house was like decked out she had like stuff in the yard 
cobwebs, Ooh, okay. all of these decorations, strobe okay. lights, fog machines. You walked up to that house and you were like, damn, this house is the one. She gave out Capri Suns. We like that. Right? We do like that. She had her family all dress up and walk around her house to like give more of like a vibe. Oh, like okay. they would dress up as like okay, zombies or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I would refuse to go to her house because she <laughs> because would sit you're... there dressed as a witch with a bag in her lap and she would say, all right, now just reach in the bag and get your candy. And oh I'd be like, goodness. no, that's not happening. And she's like, just come on, come on, reach, reach in the bag. And then she would say, all right, you're going to feel something squishy. Don't touch it or it's going to kill you. And I'm like, oh, what are you talking about, lady? <laughs> so then I would put my hand in the bag and she would like scream or jolt or do whatever and scare you. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Every year, every year I knew it was coming. <laughs> so it got to the point where the last like three years I went, I was like, I am not going. And she knew me. She knew my name. So she would call me from her porch. Would she? Yes. Oh my God. This witch, <laughs> she would call me. And I was like, Damn. hell no. That's, Back off, lady. That is crazy. I'm a puncher in the throat. <laughs> throat punch the witch <laughs> mm-hmm. damn right all right so i don't want to lollygag anymore i, I love know. the i love the little small talk but um for us and for you listeners out there today we we have prepared several spooky scary uh scary stories to 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 talk <laughs> to talk i was just about to cue up another uh <laughs> that's what you heard what was that? I was, it's an ad i was about to cue up another scary sound but that ruined it sorry sorry listeners i completely ruined the scary vibe wow unprofesh. Um, i know it's disappointing that's what i get for not paying money for the app that's <laughs> there you go spend money to make money you yeah, know? that's true um so we've prepared i prepared i think three i've you, also prepared three, three? okay yep. um mine are pretty short i don't know how long yours are um mine i my mine are pretty short and my last one um is a little bit longer i figured i figured you would pick some um, that were a little bit longer so yeah. i stuck to the shorter ones yeah um so i say uh for our listeners out there cozy up next to a fireplace uh in your bed turn out the lights put on put on uh Put on some jammies and uh, get into a, a big strong man's arms. Get, in, make, get ready make him, to make him keep you safe. Get ready to be from the ghosties. Spooked because uh, we're that's what's happening. That's what ha- that's what we're, we're gonna we're probably gonna leave here uh, super scared. Because, we are because uh, my last one's a bit silly. I mean, it's not like so, silly. Okay. It's like supposed to be scary, but like you'll you'll see. But it it made me giggle when I was reading it. Okay, okay. <laughs> So, uh, without further ado, I say let's get started. So, for our first story, um, <laughs> I'll start off. All right. Uh, I found this. I found. I, 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 we searched up on the internet some some spooky stories, we and did. I found this one from a uh, Reddit user. Oh, okay. All um, mine are from Reddit as well. Okay. All right. So. Uh, I guess uh, this one I'll just read because they they do it well. Who, and then who the posted other one. this one? Um, this is a post from <laughs> Excrement Cranium. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so this is about, and I don't like I don't like um, anything that has to do with ghosts, demons, I don't none of that stuff. No, I don't. I don't um, mess with. But that. I was like, you know what? I have to do at least one story that's like that. So this is about an Ouija board. Oh God. Okay. Um, so Excrement Cranium writes. In my high school, my friends and I were messing around with an Ouija board one night. We had done it before, and nothing remarkable had ever happened. We usually did it to try and scare each other, or our girlfriends. We all thought it was a joke. That night, 
There was no one else home except the seven of us, and we were all together around the board. One of the girls there wanted to try it. She had never done one before. This time was different. The board misspelled some of the words the same way every time. It gave answers that seemed really historically accurate for our town, things we either knew or cared about. Long story short, the spirit claimed it was a ten-year-old boy who had died on the property in the 1800s and was buried there too, in an unmarked grave. My friend's house was on a farm on the edge of town. We were all a little freaked out because the board had never been so detailed and consistent. However, we were still skeptical and were all assuming one of us was trying to scare the rest. Finally, my friend asked if the spirit could do something to prove he was there with us. It went to the yes and then spelled out K-N-O-C-K. Knock. Then the planchet stopped moving. We just all stared at it silently. And then there was a on the right, on the window right next to us. The lights were on outside, and there was absolutely no one there. We nudged, we and then and to lighten it up, um, mother, excuse my language. Um, we never touched that fucking board again. <laughs> I would never, I would never touch that. I, I would never do an Ouija board. Really? Yeah. I think we should. Mm-mm. Let's try I one. don't mess with that. I do oh, not mess with that. Okay, but what if I brought one here today? Would you, what, I would make you. I would not. I would, I, I would, would burn it. it. I'd do it without you. I would, okay, you can do it. I would, I would say, would never. hey, demons, make sure you get Jonah real good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like that, that, that had me a little spooked, you know, cause like spirits that's and scary. stuff. That's, that Especially is Especially like creepy. 10 year old boys. Uh-uh. Little, any, I don't do anything. little kids. Mm-mm. Sorry, dude. Anything. And to hear just like a boom, 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 like yeah. on a window and with all the lights on and you look and there's like nothing, nothing. there. Mm. And like, you know, it's a window. Like, it's not like, like whenever I did the knock, like, you know that that's like a, like a, like a board. Yeah. Right. But a window is like a really like, like a, like a yeah, tap it's, kind it's of It's like noise. an aggressive kind of yeah. knocking when you knock on a window. if you hit it too hard, you'll break it, you know? But if like you just tap it. It's like a really creepy sound, and no one. And if you're sitting around a in a Ouija board, no one's gonna be tapping on a window. No, because you know people are always like, "Oh, it's fake, all that stuff." But like, yeah, you're right. Window noise and just no one there. Like, come on, that's a little on in a farmhouse on the edge of town. Come on, yeah, that's no, like that's set no. up for just. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that one. Bit. One time, uh-uh. one time on uh, Halloween. I went to my friend's house. We had a big group of us there. Mm-hmm. We decided to do the Ouija, but we oh. went up in our attic. Oh. So it was like super Oh, that's it was terrible. Super, it was super hot in there. So we all took off our shirts. Oh my gosh. And we were we were doing the Ouija and we heard a knock like that. And we didn't we were like, okay, wait, did you guys hear that? And then it knocked again, so we booked it downstairs. And there was a bunch of kids just like getting candy from her house. Oh. And a bunch of like shirtless teenagers were like oh, running down, gosh. like crying. Uh uh-uh. uh. I a good could time. never. I would I I could never do that. I don't like to I don't like to believe in ghosts so that they don't haunt me. 
I choose not to I believe. I don't think that that logic is I like, just, like, if I, I if don't you don't believe in it, it doesn't up. give them the power, you know, like, to, to control I don't, I don't know. I, I just true. don't. I don't think that's <laughs> true. How many times in horror movies is it that one person that's always like, guys, come on, it's not real. It's just, it's not a, ghosts aren't real. It's just, it's just a <laughs> prank. And then he's the one that dies. Ah, I hate thinking about it. Go to the next story. Okay, Go okay, to the okay, next okay, story. Okay, I hate okay. it. Ah. <laughs> right. I'm already getting scared. I got goosebumps. <laughs> okay, this one is called Haunted College Apartment. Mm, okay. It's All pretty right. short. Ready? Let's hear it. I figured this would be appropriate because we are college. in All college. Right. In college. <clears throat> my senior year of college, I decided to rent a room in my friend's apartment as she had a two-bedroom and needed help making rent. She had the side section of the apartment, and I guess I technically got the main bedroom. It had double doors that opened outward into the family room. From the start, there was a very off-putting feeling about the room. Nothing visibly out of the ordinary, but it just kind of made me feel anxious. I had the worst time sleeping in there and would toss and turn for hours at a time each night. I often had the feeling like I was being watched, or someone slash something else was in the room with me. My heart would speed up randomly sometimes with anxiety, and the room would just feel different, or I'd feel like I needed to leave. Since the entryway was two doors that came together to close, they locked with a rod that went up into the doorframe. Living with so many different people and places throughout college, I'd gotten into a habit of closing and locking my bedroom door every night. One night, when I was actually in a dead sleep, the double doors began violently shaking. Oh my goodness. And I'm not talking about someone possibly jiggling the door handle a few times. The force of the shaking almost looked like someone was holding the doors from the bottom floor area and shaking them back and forth. It was truthfully happening because my dog was looking right at the doorway, growling, too. I sat there more dumbfounded than anything, because I was still groggy from sleeping. It, caked, it kept shaking, and I finally mustered a, Hello? And the doors completely stopped shaking. Probably would have freaked me out a lot more had I not been so tired, but I actually ended up falling right back asleep. The next morning, I asked my roommate if she had done it, and she told me her and her cat had been in her room all night. It kind of freaked me out, but there wasn't too much I could do about it. The weird thing is, is that the, the apartments were practically brand new. I lived across the street my sophomore year and actually watched them being built. I'm pretty sure my roommate was the first person to ever even live in the unit. The college I was attending was in northern Arizona, which made me think the apartment's plot of land was possibly on a Native American burial ground. I never really had the chance to look into it, as I was solidly focused on graduating and leaving. It was just very bizarre, unnerving year in that room, and I have no idea why. Ooh. Spooky. That is very spooky. Native American burial grounds. Ugh. That's not a good idea to build on. <laughs> First of all, it's disrespectful. Yes. Second yes. of all, you're you're gonna get haunted by demons. <laughs> I think if you build on any burial ground, you're gonna get haunted by demons. You're gonna have some sort of bad karma. I think you're right. And this is just... scary because we're gonna have to start moving into places soon. Ugh. Don't, ugh. Look do I have no, I don't have goosebumps yet, but I'm feeling the chills. Not yet. I'm feeling you the getting chills. Scared, ugh. Jonah. It's just, it's just such weird thing, like, ugh, creepiness. Ugh. Just to wake up in the middle of the night with your just, door, like, like. Well, like that's the thing that really gets me is like, it's like being woken up by something so violent. Yeah. Like, oh, you wake oh, up in the middle of the you night. You wake up and you're just like, what is going on? Like you yeah. don't even know. And you're it's in like, like that half sleep, half awake. Yeah, it's like it's like they wrote, oh, 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 oh. This was uh this was a story by um oh no. Oh no. 
This was a uh, this was <laughs> this was Reddit user where my witches at. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like it's like they said like you you it happens and you're just kind of like what and then you go back to sleep because you don't really process it until the yeah. next morning and then you're like was that a wait dream? A second. Was that real that's life? scary. Oh. That's terrible. Yeah, I don't know. That the thought of just like being woken up from a dead sleep by something so like violent and loud is just like that's scary. Oh, uh, we're so so I'd rather I'd rather like know that a ghost just like quietly watched me rather than like really is cry- like trying to like Oh, like me. do something crazy. Yeah, like getting bold, you know? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, chills. Ugh. Oh gosh, I hate that. You know, that. Lawrence Hall is supposed to be haunted. That's what I've heard, and I don't like to think about that because I'll get scared. I'll get scared. I think it uh, is. Me and my roommate talk about it a lot. Really? Yeah. How could you do that and then just go to sleep? Do you? Do you go to sleep after talking about stuff like that? Of course I do. I could. I just. I hate I'm from. I'm from one of the most haunted places in America. Really? Fun fact. Yes. I didn't know that. Oldest and haunted. Most yep. haunted. Yep. That's crazy. It's very very haunted. Really. Most haunted might be like a touristy thing like that's yeah, what they say yeah. i don't know i don't know if it's actually like the most haunted i mean i could see it being extremely haunted we got a lot being... of we got a lot of ghost tours and stuff going on yeah i've been to i went to my sister shout out alexandria <laughs> shout out i don't know if you're listening um i don't know if you listened to the last couple ones anyways <laughs> i hope she did <laughs> i really hope she did um but she's really into like the like the haunted <gasps> scariness no. stuff and you ever um, been to halloween horror nights no we gotta go sometime. I don't know what that is. It doesn't. It's sound in scary. Universal Studios. Really? Yes. I'm. I'm gonna take you. Okay. Yep. Um. But, uh, for her, for her birthday one year, um, we went to Gettysburg. Oh. And we did a the bunch, Gettysburg. The Gettysburg. Oh. And we did we did one haunted tour. We did two haunted. Oh. Oh. That's a that was scary. One haunted tour um, was in like this base, like the like a like a basement Not of a where basement. people were like he- they would heal people. No, um, and that's apparently scary. like uh, like the ghost hunters or whatever stayed there before, like stayed overnight, locked themselves in and stuff. Not the ghost hunters. Um, we did that during the day, so it wasn't super oh, scary. Okay. But the next thing, oh, that was the worst experience of my, not the worst experience of my life, but the worst like scary because i don't like scary things i don't i don't like horror movies um i i don't like being scared i don't like feeling scared i don't like anything that comes with scariness <laughs> jonah um you just gotta be a little scared sometimes oof, i hate it i hate it so much i'm not a big i'm not a big scared person either oh, but so um we go to it's like a it was like a orphanage okay <gasps> no yeah. absolutely yeah. not yeah. dude. I and this was like my sister's kids. this was my sister's like favorite this is what she part. wanted to do they this said, is what she they wanted said, what to do you want to do for what your do birthday? you want to do she for said, i want to go to a haunted I orphanage want, yes i'm yes. sorry what's her name <laughs> alexandria alexandria what's wrong with you girl <laughs> do you need to talk about something because I, that it's... how old how old was she what birthday was this this is i was in high school so 14th or 15th your 14th birthday you want to go see a bunch of dead ghost orphans absolutely not so if my if i had a kid and they said for my birthday i want to go to a haunted orphanage i would say absolutely not (laughs) we're not doing absolutely not this one we would say you're gonna have a really upsetting birthday because you are not getting what you want this year (laughs) (laughs) sorry about it i wish my parents were like that but they're like oh my gosh that'd be so much fun let's do it (laughs) 
And I was like, really? White people are crazy. Really? We are. Us whites, we're crazy. <laughs> My sister's crazy. That's what she is. She's the crazy one. I didn't want anything. I didn't want to go, and they made me go. They made you go? They made me go. So, so, okay, so it's like this. It was this orphanage that children whose parents died in the Civil War would go to. Oh, my God. So <laughs> they'd so go to this orphanage in uh, Gettysburg. Uh-huh. And this, like, the lady the that, like, had orphanage. them. The orphanage. Would torture these kids. Oh, my God. And she'd take them in the basement and um, keep them down there for days. And, no. um And one of the things she'd do is she'd chain, she'd chain them up. No, not And kids. put them in a barrel with water so they'd be, like, just above the water so they're kind of drowning, kind of not. Oh my God! That's so they're awful. like on the brink of like death, but not, and wouldn't feed them, wouldn't give them like water, and <sighs> so they'd terrible. be chained up in this. And if you go in this basement, you can't stand up like tall. Like I'm down there, like you can't stand up. And then there would be like this, like so it's like this big room, okay, and it's like dirty. There's Ugh. it's like old wood, Ugh. like just creepy stuff. And then you go down this tiny, you crawl down this tiny hallway, and there's a little room with like toys and shit no absolutely because you people put like because there was this little kid apparently that i think like died there or something oh my god stop in no, this that little room left and so people leave him like toys and no. stuff and so and um one of the things is that people this kid will like play tricks on you and like stop, you'll be you'll stop. be in the basement I'm scared. and I'm you won't scared, know where jonah. one like they'll take one of your he'll take like something out of your pocket stop jonah I'm and you scared. won't know where it's you won't know no. where it's at and then like you'll like get up back upstairs and you're like, what the hell? Where's my, where's my like keys? Where's this or that? Oh hell! And no. then it will show up in another part of the building. Stop! That's too scary, it's Jonah. Me- I don't and like this that. is what this 14-year-old girl wanted to go do. What's what wrong is with wrong her? with you? What is wrong with you, Alexandria? Oh my gosh! And then, and then this year, she wanted, she went for her birthday to this like psych, like a uh, psych ward, like this old like. Like, Are you kidding me? I don't, dude. Why? I, she went on tour of this like insane asylum. That's you know like what I did. You know what I did for my birthday this year? <laughs> what? I went to Chili's. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what I did. That's what I did for my birthday. And this girl's going to psych wards and orphanages. It's she's some. I she's don't, badass. I'm she, not gonna lie. More than me. I don't know what. That is pretty badass. It is. I cannot. I cannot. I I was I was holding my mother's hand that entire oh, time. Oh yeah. Anytime I do something like that, my, my mom, mom and I were so scared and like like hard hold, like sweating, yep. like death grip hold. And they made me go into the damn back room. I went into that back room with the little kid. With the toys. Yes. Oh my god. No, absolutely not. I would never. Abs. Never. I was like, what the hell is going on? And and you can like and to like kind of like catch ghosts and stuff. You can like take pictures or no, like record yep, with the camera. How, that's how the haunted tours are back home. You just you like take a picture of the side of the building and you can see. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I'm getting scared. It was I'm getting the scared. worst. I know. I'm so scared right now. <laughs> I hate this. It's your I turn. Hope, Tell the I story. I hope you guys, you got everyone at home. I hope you're as scared as us. I don't think they're as scared I don't as think, us. I know. Cause babies. We, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my next story, that was kind of, I guess, like a side story. Um, But my next one is, uh, it also takes place with college kids. Specifically. <gasps> college kids. Um, Young 
college guys. <gasps> We're young college guys. I know, I know. And so this is... We're not guys. <laughs> We're bros, dudes, and friends. We are. We are. <laughs> um, so, so... Uh, so this is this is a true this is true, um, it's about it's not, why would you why okay it's not it's not like ghosts and, and okay but and even stuff. if it's true like why would you tell me it's true you know like I could have pretended this it's whole an time open that case so people don't it hasn't Jonah, been a closed case what do you mean is this a crime yeah is this a crime it's a murder it's oh, multiple murders so this is called this is called the um the smiley face murder Stop. theory I'm or the smiley, I'm literally sm- the smiley face killer. I'm literally sweating right now. <laughs> it's your, it's your, uh, your hyperhidrosis. <laughs> Stop talking about my hyperhidrosis. I'm scared. When I get nervous, it acts up. I start so, leaking everywhere. So what this is about. So, um, I hope I'm not a period between, a lot. between, um, the 1990s and 2010. Stop. John, um, that is this was a period That's literally recent. This person could still be alive killing people. Persons. Persons. No. We th- that's the theory. No, so the theory Jonah, so what I'm happened scared. is so at least 45 young college men um were killed on college campuses like late at night. Um and but they it was not like stabbing and stuff like they they were all found each kid found in a body of water drowned. And my mother is gonna listen to this and freak and, out. She's well, gonna listen, bring me home immediately. And and where um, where the like the uh, police or the FBI agents, whenever they would do the investigations, whenever a kid would go missing, where the area they think that the kid would have gone, there was always a smiley face drawn Jonah, on the sidewalk stop. or a wall. What state is this in? Multiple different states. That's why it's multiple different. Jonah! Like so, it would happen. We have to walk back on a college campus late at night when we're done recording this right now. What is your problem? <laughs> we we put we put ourselves in this situation. We we said, oh, let's do a scary story night. Let's do a scary oh, stories I'm podcast. I'm scared. A crackhead's gonna yell at me, and I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, don't kill me, please. So um, let me. So it goes. The theory originated with two New York City police detectives. Um, they concluded that the deaths of at least 45 young men by drowning have too many similarities to be unrelated. Oh, my God. Um, these detectives were Kevin Gannon and Anthony uh, Duarte. Duarte. Uh, sorry if I said the name wrong. <laughs> um, but so it, it uh, began, in, it began uh, with connections with bodies found in New York City, and it spread to include murder cases from the Midwest. And at least a dozen cases... A painted smiley face was found mm. near a body of water where a victim's corpse was dumped. Oh Nearly all the victims of the of the supposed smiley face killer were white college men. Jonah, that's <laughs> literally us. Why? That'd be like if I was reading a story and I was like, every victim was named Jonah and they were six two and they were on the track team of their local college. And the, Do you and know how scary Park that is? And, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, because some of the deaths occurred the same night but in different states, the New York City detectives altered their se- theory slightly, believing that the murders were carried out by an organized gang of killers. <gasps> They believed their theory enough to reportedly use their own personal money to continue the investigation when the official funds dried up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
yeah it's it's creepy and you can like you can go um online and there's like a whole like a wikipedia article Stop. and just like articles this is like a real thing yeah legit i'm so um, freaking scared right now jonah um yeah so it was the the two detectives and um they alleged that a number of young men found dead in bodies of water across several <gasps> several midwest american states live so close to a body of water <laughs> There's a big river um, right next to They do to not us. accidentally drown, as concluded by law enforcement agencies, oh my God. but were victims of a serial killer or killers. Yeah. It's it's creepy. Um, and apparently, they're making a movie about it. Um, I'm not watching that movie. Like, that's not happening. The term smiley face became connected to the alleged murders when it was made public that the police had discovered graffiti depicting a smiley face near locations where they think the killer dumped the bodies in at least a dozen of the cases. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy thing. And I remember my mother telling me this Stop. whenever she was dropping me off to move <gasps> in. She was like, oh, just so you know, like, there was this one thing about, like, like college, like, uh, like white college kids that um, they'd get, like, kidnapped and killed and you would never see except for a smiley face. Bye. Have fun at school. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, uh, so it says uh, the FBI insists no one is drowning in inebriated college males and leaving behind a painted smiley face when he dumps the bodies. But no matter how many times officials try to squelch the theory, the rumor of the smiley face killer will not die. And the bodies keep cropping up. Jonah! Creepy. I'm so upset Creepy. with you right now. I'm literally like... Smiley face killers. Killer or killers. Multiple, okay, so multiple states at the same exact time. Stop. And when all of these white, college-aged, probably a little bit drunk kids Jonah! were walking back in the middle of the night, kidnapped, killed, or drowned, put into a body of water, and where their body was, like, taken, simple Jonah, smiley face. If we get approached by a man... At any point ever. Get out the ever. slock. Get out the slock. It's, I don't have it with me. So why don't you room. have the slock? It's in my room. It's We're in literally my room. talking about all these scary movies and you're not going to bring the slock. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, but you got, I see your guns. <laughs> you're going to be, actually, you're protecting Not, not real us. life gun. Not a real no, life his gun. his muscles. His, his muscles, everyone. I see your muscles. Those arms. I've been, yeah, I've been working I've, I see, out. I see you've been pumping. I've been, I've been, I've been pumping, getting ready for these smiley face killers to All pull right, up on so me. So you're gonna protect me in the street, right? <laughs> no, we're running. We're we can not, run. We're not we fighting these killers. We we're can running. Run, but like, I need like a head start. So you gotta keep them busy for a little while. I will. I will say, Kyle, we're about to be smiley face killed. Let's go. And right. it's every man for themselves. There. I'm gonna do that. Thing. I will. <laughs> I'm gonna do that thing in that movie where they're like, "All right, we'll go on the count of three, and then I'll make you count to three, and you're gonna be like one." Two, and you're by the time gone. you say three, I'm already gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jonah, I'm ditching you. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Creepiness. That is creepy. That's scary, yeah. Jonah. Yeah. We're literally like, a big, like we're we're targeted by this person. We are. Or people. <laughs> we are. Well, we're not the Midwest, though. We're, we're the East. I feel like we're pretty close to the Midwest. We're like we're not far. We're like a vacation away from the Midwest. Okay, I will give you that. And we're not far from New York City, so I guess you're right. Oh, my God, Jonah. <laughs> and we're in a major city, so. Uh, mm. 
but it said to the to 2010, so 1990, late 1990s to 2010 was when this was happening. It's 2020, 10 years later, a decade. Like, come on, they're, they're not. A, they're out there, maybe. And they're out there. They're yeah, definitely it's out not there. A, it's not a closed case. It's still like it's like it's like never that been person closed. who that person Went got cold. away with it and might one day just be like, like they see us. Like the, have you ever heard about the Zodiac killer? Stop. Shut up. I don't want to talk about that. Okay. We they see us these two damn sexy men walking down the street, <laughs> and they say, you know what? I want to. I, I want to smile. I want to toss them. them. I want to toss them in the river. They're going and they're going down in the three rivers. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dump Down by the, the point. point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's no, so yeah. scary. Ooh. If you th- another one, I I really like the 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 story of the Zodiac Killer. Um, it's a I it's a, a documentary about it's, it. It's not like it's not like a scary story. It's, it's just interesting. Scary. Um, and if you want, there's it, for the listeners too. There's a really good movie on Netflix called The Zodiac or Zodiac, I think it's called. Yeah. And it stars right. Jake Gyllenhaal, um, yes. uh, Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr. Um, and they play, uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo is like a detective, Robert Downey Jr. And um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is a journalist and Jake Gyllenhaal is a cartoonist. And um, <laughs> All right. But it's it's a true story. Right. Um, and so there's this this guy that's like killing these people and he'll send in like these notes that you have to decode uh-huh and uh once you decode it like it'll be like oh blah 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 like i killed blah blah, blah. and they never found the guy stop and then they thought they scary. thought they had the guy and they had the guy but they didn't have enough evidence to I'm pin it against him i'm literally gonna die they he he never was charged and like it, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm going to cry. I'm literally like watching people walk down the street like scared. I know. Yeah. Like, I know. I'm scared. I keep looking out I'm the window like, oh, someone's looking at the TV. But is it us? Is it the, is it, are they looking to, are they looking at us? And attack do, they us? Want, do they want a smiley face kill <laughs> us? Please don't. Please Go don't away. smiley face Go kill away. me. Uh, all right. Let's hear. Let's okay. Hear yours. Your next one. Hi. Reddit. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> All right. This is from a uh, Reddit user Liz the Queen. Liz the Liz the Queen. All yeah, the right. Queen. L I Z D A Q U three three N. Okay. Liz the okay. Queen. Um, it is first case of sleep paralysis, <sighs> which scares me. Yeah, sleep so paralysis much. is scary. But we'll talk about that after. <clears throat> Hi. This is my first time posting here. It's long, but I'll try to make this readable. The other night, I think I had a sleep paralysis nightmare, which would be the first for me. <clears throat> I've had a lot of near-death experiences in my life, so I'm slightly more attuned to the paranormal slash supernatural things around me. One of these are seeing shadow people on a regular basis. Oh my lord. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just wait. What? Just wait. Just wait. Shush. This information is relevant to the story. The other night, I was feeling restless and was only halfway asleep. I I temporarily woke up around three. I was groggy, though, and tried to fall back asleep, but I woke up again a few minutes later. I opened my eyes and glanced around the room, a habit I formed from living in a bad area, and I see a shadow person slash toddler on the ceiling in the corner of the room in the crawling position Uh, facing the window. As I've mentioned before, this is an unusual sight. This isn't an unusual sight for me, so my train of thought process was closer to... Okay, so that's weird. 
Now, despite being able to see shadow people regularly, being close to them makes me very uncomfortable for some reason. Seeing one on my ceiling not very far from me, yeah, I was uncomfortable. So I decided the best course of action would be to close my eyes, pretend it's not there, and try to sleep again. By now, though, I'm slightly more awake, so keeping my eyes closed is harder for me. I might also be a minor insomniac. My eyes slowly drift open again, and now the shadow person slash toddler is on the other side of the room, seal on the ceiling, facing the door. Now I don't know why, but anxiety starts to ball up in my chest. I roll over to face my husband, who is sleeping next to me, but he's fast asleep. Seeing him sleeping helped me calm down a bit, and I started to relax again. But this wouldn't be a true sleep paralysis story if it ended there, would it? Oh my lord. Nope. My eyes slowly drift and open again, but now the shadow person slash toddler is back in the corner by the window, only now it's looking at me. This scared the crap out of me, enough for me to roll over and wake up my husband. Now, my anxiety is through the roof as I shake him awake, whisper yelling that there's a shadow person in the room on the ceiling. My husband is also supernaturally attuned, but doesn't see shadow people. He wasn't too worried about me seeing one, but my panic was enough to wake him up and comfort me. He reassured me that shadow people almost never do anything to living beings, and just hugged me and talked to me. He is my hero. I calmed down enough to talk to him, told him about the dream I had just had, and tried to forget about the shadow toddler on the ceiling. I avoided looking up at all costs. He could tell I was still tense, though, so he recommended I turn on the light. I mentally smacked myself in the head for not thinking of that sooner, and I rolled over to do so, and it was directly next to me by the bed. I shrieked and dove under the blanket like a little kid and stayed under while my wonderful husband just stroked my back until I fell asleep again. Everything here, though, apparently never happened. I apologized to my husband the next morning for having to deal with me the night before, and he had no clue what I was talking about. So I relayed everything to him, and he thinks I had a sleep paralysis nightmare. I don't know a lot about sleep paralysis, as I never had it before, but I thought it meant you didn't move while things happened around you. I was able to move, talk, feel like my blanket on my skin and my husband's body heat, and remember the dream I had before the experience. If anyone has any information, I'm definitely happy to hear it. Sorry for the long post. Did that scare you, Jenna? Dude, that scared the crap. <laughs> I was getting chill Little chills. shadow like, baby. Little shadow baby. I do baby. not. I don't like that. I told you I don't like demon things. Yeah, uh. I, was, I was reading that last night in my bed, and I was like, ooh, I'm scared. That's terrible. Especially that's awful. It, especially since it's a baby. Like, that's just oh even worse. Oh, my gosh. Like, like on, the, on the freaking wall? On the wall right up there. Oh. 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 Crawling. Crawling up the wall. Oh. Oh window. my gosh! To the wall, to the wall, Please to the shadow no. babies crawl. <laughs> oh, I hate that! I hate that with all my heart. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Wake! Oh my goodness! I can't even imagine. I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm not gonna be I'm able. Scared, to. Jonah? Why did we do this to ourselves? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to everyone out there that is listening. I hope you're enjoying this because we are we are going to die tonight. We're if if we aren't back next week, it's because oh my god, it's either the smiley face killer guy or, or the this shadow demon baby, baby. <laughs> this shadow baby that's coming to freaking kill us. They're gonna get us, Jonah. They're gonna get us. Oh my god, we need to protect ourselves. I got I'll, I got I'll get some crystals. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, Ooh. that is that is terrible. That is terrible. Huh. Ugh. Well, you want another terrible one? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> and then you have 
This is my last one. Okay, and then I'll my last one's it's a little bit silly. It's a, it's so it's a it'll silly be okay. one. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. good because I it's think It's not can... really silly like it's also like kind of terrifying low key, but like mm. it's it made me giggle for reasons that you'll see. Ugh. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. So... I feel like it's scarier to listen to them. So it is. It is scarier to listen to them. Um Cuz I've already read all of those, yeah. you know. So this is um another true story. Jonah, why? <laughs> and why this, do you say that they're true? This um this is called uh and I just realized on the on the like the webpage I'm looking at, this was published on my birthday this year. Stop, that's recent. Yeah. Like what the hell? Four months ago? Yeah. Stop. April twenty fourth, twenty twenty. Um but this is about a case that happened a, a while ago. It's just never been closed because more evidence will come out better. and stuff. Um, but so this is called... <laughs> Who posted this? Where is where, where you finding this? Um, What's going on? Stories of the Unsolved. Jonah! Examining the world of solved and unsolved cases. Oh, my God. This, my friend, is called... Ugh, I hate it. Ugh. It is called... <laughs> The boy in the box. Jonah! Ah, I just love this little sound effect thing I've got. It is. I really like it. You should buy the full version. (laughs) I should, should, so I don't have to wait for these ads. Um, Okay, so the boy in the box. Oh my god, I feel like this is actually going to be scary. So, they... Ugh, this is terrible. So, in this article... They reference this little boy as John Doe because they've never been able to identify That's him. That's so sad. Little boy, how old? Like six. Oh my god, that's a young boy. And this is Stop. a th- like a three D. I hate, that. I hate like the they, picture. I hate the picture. Get like, that away from me. Ugh. Okay, so. Oh my god, he's young. That's sad. <clears throat> so this happened in 1957. Okay. Yes. So in late February wow, okay. 1957, a, a young man was checking his musket uh, muskrat traps. In, in the Fox Chase neighborhood of Philadelphia. Jonah. Um, when he discovered the body of a young boy inside a box. Philadelphia, Jonah? Yeah. What's the matter with you? <laughs> not wanting the the authorities to confiscate his traps, he did not report the Absolutely finding. Absolutely not. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop talking. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. A few days later, at 3.45 p.m. on February 25th, a 26-year-old Frederick J. Benonis and a LaSalle College junior claimed to be driving his car along Susquehanna Road when he saw a rabbit dash into a nearby thicket. Knowing there were animal traps in the area, he pulled over and went into the wooded area where he too came across the body. The child had been wrapped in a blanket before being placed in the, bo- in the box and his head and shoulders were sticking out according to ben, ben, to Benonis. He believed the boy had actually been a doll and didn't contact the police about the discovery. Oh the next day, Benonis was listening to the radio when he heard a report about a missing four-year-old girl. Believing what he'd seen the previous day was related, he contacted the police. When asked why he'd waited a day to report the discovery, he said he'd been spying on students of the nearby Good Shepherd School and didn't want the authorities to know why he was actually in the area. Unfortunately, the child in the box was not the missing girl. Oh my god. Who was found deceased 
a week later in a vacant home where she'd wandered to and died of starvation. Oh my goodness. The area where the unidentified Poor child girl. was found is located in the 700th block in, in the 700 block of the of Susquehanna, Susquehanna Road near Vare Road and Pennyback Park within Northeast Philadelphia. So, next comes the autopsy. <clears throat> the oh body was examined examined upon it being brought into the medical examiner's office where numerous things were noted. The first was that John Doe, in reference to this child not having a name, they named him John Doe, had appeared to have died as a result of blunt force trauma. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh, you said that. Jet! Oh my God, I'm What is scared, wrong with I'm you? Scared. What is wrong with you? These, ah! Uh, oh my gosh, Jance, Tegan, and Mary Kate, I hate you so I hate much. You. you scared shout the out, absolute out crap to these out of assholes. me. You scared the absolute. Oh my God, I jumped. I literally scared. jumped I'm while scared. reading this. Scared. What is wrong with you I got guys? Scared. Oh my gosh. Ah! Oh, Jesus. Ah. <laughs> okay, let me get back to... Uh. Goodness gracious! Just uh. there. Oh, that was so uh. scary. Okay. Appeared to have died as a result of blunt force trauma. Oh my god. As there were four round-shaped bruises on the forehead and his face was blood-drained. This appeared to have been an extension of what looked like years of abuse as there were bruises all over his body. <gasps> his Stop, lips were dried and bloody sad. and no. his body was emancipated. That is, ribs were showing through his skin. Emancipated? Or, uh, emaciated. emaciated. <laughs> Not like, emancipated. I was like, he like separated from his parents? What's going on? <laughs> Despite the amount of abuse he'd likely suffered, John Doe had not experienced any broken bones or deformities. Around the time John Doe's body was found, the weather had been cold and rainy, making, the ter- making determining a time of death difficult. In the end, the medical examiner estimated he had died anywhere from a few days to two weeks prior. With leanings toward a few days, given the box the body had been in was dry amid a week of rain. Other things were noted including the fact that John Doe's right palm and the soles of both of his feet were rough and wrinkled, which indicate that those limbs had been submerged in water (gasps) close to when he died. It also said that his esophagus contained a dark brown residue, indicating he'd vomited shortly before his death, despite not having eaten for two or three hours prior. The Investigation At the beginning, investigators were very optimistic that John Doe would be quickly identified. However, no one came forward to report their child missing and his description didn't match any of that any uh, that of any existing missing child reports oh my god uh, in the hopes of generating leads his death was broadcast throughout the country via police te- tel- teletype visiting leading to visitors from 10 states traveling to Pennsylvania in an attempt to identify him a request was soon sent out to the residents of Philadelphia, child welfare agencies, and other law enforcement groups, asking them to call in any information they may have regarding boys matching John Doe's description, who were known to have either recently disappeared or who were in the care of someone known to abuse them. Investigators also requested that the local media cover the case, resulting in the Philadelphia Inquirer printing 400,000 flyers that were distributed across the area and placed in gas and electrical bills. An article describing John Doe's scars were also printed in a pediatric journal. Despite the case receiving intensive coverage in Philadelphia and the Delaware Valley, the boy's identity remained a mystery. Police canvassed neighborhoods and checked with every hospital, orphanage, and foster home in the area 
but found every child was accounted for. When they tried to compare his fingerprints and footprints, they found he was not registered at any hospital or any national database, oh my God. leading some to believe he was born at home and never reported. <gasps> it's important to note that a, stra- that a strand of long brown hair was uncovered at the scene, which didn't belong to the boy. Stop, Jonah. Police then turned their attention to the box the boy was found in, which, was, which once held a white bassinet. A serial, a serial number allowed it to... On it allowed investigators to trace the box to a J.C. Penney store in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania, located on 69th Jonah, Street and Chestnut Why Street. would you pick a story in Pennsylvania? <laughs> it had been sold between December 5th, 1956, and February 16th, 1957, for $7.50. A search of records shows that only 12 were sold, and while police were able to track down eight of the purchasers, the lead turned cold. Oh my God. The crime scene was combed by 270 police academy recruits, which resulted in three items of possible evidence to be uncovered. A royal corduroy blue cap and a tan child scarf. And a handkerchief with the letter G in the corner. G. The cap, in particular, was the great interest to the was of great interest to the investigators, as it appeared in excellent condition and featured the manufacturer's stamp in the lining, which read Robin's Bald Eagle Cap. 2603rd South 7th Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh my God, Pennsylvania! When they questioned the shop owners, when they questioned the shop owner Hannah Robbins, they learned that it had been customized for the man who bought it. According to Mrs. Robbins, he'd been between the ages of 26 and 30, with blonde hair and no identifiable accent. After purchasing the cap with cash, she never saw him again. (gasps) Not cash. Despite visiting over 100 stores in the area, investigators were unable to find anyone who recognized the cap or the boy. As they kept hitting dead ends in the investigation, a post-mortem photo of John Doe was distributed, showing him dressed and in a seated position. Eventually, John Doe was buried in Potter's Field in Holmesburg, Pennsylvania, next to Mechanicsville and Dunks Ferry Road. His tombstone read, Heavenly Father, bless this unknown child. Jonah. Between 1957 and 1958, believing John Doe may have been passed for a female whilst alive, a forensics artist drew an image of him as a girl. However, this produced no new leads. Former medical examiner's office employee Remington Bristow felt a personal connection to the case and worked hard to find a resolution. In the hope of coaxing the boy's parents out of hiding, he published a fake story in the local newspaper, claiming his death had been an accident and that his loved ones had been unable to afford a funeral. Unfortunately, this tactic was unsuccessful. Bestow was Bestow was personally up to a one th- also personally put up a one thousand dollar reward for information and traveled to Arizona and Texas in pursuit of for oh my leads. Gosh. He was also known to carry a mask of John Doe's face <gasps> Ew. in his briefcase. Oh, that's probably like a like a drawing. Right. Not like an actual like, mask. But that's like scary. So that he would be able to I don't show think people. it was a drawing. I think a mask is like another word for drawing. I think a mask means a mask. Not like an actual mask of this child's face. There's no way. We'll we'll, we'll get back to that. Okay, hurry up though, because there was some speculation that John Doe had died as a result of drowning, given the water wrinkling wrinkling on his skin. But police said his injuries injuries didn't correlate with such a manner of death. The case was eventually featured on America's Most Wanted, and while numerous people called in, no new leads resulted. 
1998, John Doe's remains were exhumed in order to extract maternal DNA for testing. This was taken from the enamel of one of his teeth. The DNA was sent to the University of North Texas and entered in both national and local databases. Unfortunately, it produced no hits. John Doe was re-entered into a grave marked America's Unknown Child in Ivy Hill Cemetery in Philadelphia. The cemetery donated the plot, while the son of the, of the man who buried John Doe in 1957 donated the coffin, headstone, and money for the funeral service. The service garnered significant public attention, and the residents continued to keep the grave decorated with stuffed animals and flowers. On March 21, 2016, the National Center for Missing and Ex- Exploited Children released a forensic facial reconstruction of John Doe and added his details to their database. Oh my goodness. In August 2018, the genetic genealogist who helped identify the Golden State Killer announced they would be using DNA profiling in order to try and identify the boy through familial DNA. Recently, the Vidoc Society sent out an urgent request form asking those aged 55 and older to see if they were called a boy by the name of Jonathan who went missing within a 40-mile radius of Philadelphia in 1957. It also asked former physicians to think back and try and remember if they treated the boy for a possible medical condition based on the scars that were present in, on his groin and area in his, on his left ankle. Oh. Over the years, the case has been reopened and closed numerous times. While new tips continue to be called in and followed, investigators have shared that it's likely the person who murdered John, that, that it's likely the person who murdered John Doe is deceased. Jonah! I can continue on. There's so don't there's continue. like theories. I don't want to hear this I can anymore. Continue this is with too like scary. details and like. But this is too scary. Yeah, I feel bad. That poor little boy. Rest oh, in peace, this goes, John Doe. Yeah, this rest in peace for real. I hope he's okay. Oh, goodness gracious! Up in heaven, doing his thing. There's so much. There's so much more. I'll tell you after. Yeah, tell tell me afterwards. Yeah. <sighs> that was that Spooky. was a sad one. It was sad, and it was like near like i know where mechanicsburg is like stop, i've been to mechanicsburg stop stop that's so scary that's so scary uh, how old how old is your dad my dad is 43 i think 44 Interesting. why do you think my dad did it no i don't think you <laughs> no i don't i mean i don't know your dad seems cool but i don't know him like that nah. but i was just wondering if he yeah, was I think alive he's, i think when he's this 43 happened. or 44 but he was like alive when all this happened yes um, what happened? When did this happen? Fifty-seven, fifty-eight. Oh, so yeah, probably not. Yes. No, because he'd no. be no. You're right. No. no. Mm. Okay. Well, next story. To fit to top us off for the night, finish us off. All right. Do you want to know what this one is called? This one is from Reddit user Mr. Nobody Author. All right. If you see a knockoff Dick Monalds in the middle of nowhere, do not order the chicken fillet. <laughs> A knockoff Dick Monalds? Dick Monalds. What is that? <laughs> Dick Monalds. Is it like a like a fake McDonald's? <laughs> yes. Ready, you, why ready? would you go to that? Okay. This one's a little bit long, so I'm going to have to go quick. Like the title says, if you stumble across a knockoff Dick Monalds in the middle of nowhere, and by this, I mean the state of Ohio, which is very close to us. Very close, yeah. Do not order the chicken filet under any circumstances. I guess I should explain why, though, and to tell you that, I'll need to tell you the story of events that led up to me making this post. We had been driving through rural Ohio for close than half a day now. Nope, for close to half a day now, and by we, I mean myself and my best friend, Sophia. 
and it might as well have been the middle of nowhere for lack of other cars we saw. As a result, you can imagine our surprise when we stumbled upon what appeared to be a fast food location by the side of the road. By this point, we were both hungry. So without questioning exactly why there was a fast food joint on the roadside, we began to pull on, pull in, Jesus. <clears throat> it was at this point we read the sign closely and realized that it didn't seem to be any existing brand, instead mirroring the, mirroring the looks of a well-known one, except with the slightly changed name of Dick Monalds. <laughs> <laughs> This should have been a pretty big red flag, but we were hungry enough that we did not give it a second thought. As we pulled in, we noticed that there weren't any other cars in the parking lot. However, seeing how few cars we had seen altogether on this long stretch of road, it was nothing to be surprised by. In retrospect, going in, I should have paid more attention to the fact that all the promotional posters and advertisements seemed to date back from the 1980s at earliest. However, as I said before, I was quite hungry and wanted nothing more than a bite to eat, so I ignored yet another obvious red flag. Another thing I should have noticed is that none of the staff were smiling. They were not grimacing or anything, just none had smiles on their faces. However, I simply assumed that anyone who would work in in a place this remote wouldn't exactly be happy. And I would just like to interject by saying, I've had many a job where I am not smiling the entire (laughs) time. Yeah. Ahem. Me and Sophia both read the menu while deciding what we wanted to order. I settled on the chicken filet a decision I would later come to regret. Sophia, meanwhile, settled on a big burger. Once again, the fact the names on the menu avoided any well-known brands should have been yet another big giveaway that something was amiss, but we paid no attention to it. After deciding what we wanted to buy, we headed up to the counter to order. Sophia ordered first, the person at the register nonchalantly recording her order down. However, when I came to give her my order, a grimace appeared on her face. She froze and did not say anything for a few seconds. Before I said my order once again, thinking she may have simply misheard me. I heard you the first time. We don't have any available at the moment. But if you want, you can come with me out back and see if we have any there. What? I must admit I was a bit creeped out. But I don't think you understood just how much I wanted this chicken filet. Oh my god! So I pushed all the red flags to the back of my mind. Sophia, however, must have started to realize that something felt off about this whole place. So she said she would go with me out back. I wonder how the outcome would have differed if she had not volunteered to go back with me, although it's best not to dwell on these things. The person at the register paused for a second, her face turning into a scowl at what she said, before begrudgingly saying that that was acceptable and moving to open the door. As we both followed her back, my thoughts slowly shifted away from the chicken filet long enough to notice that something was amiss, but not before someone else had appeared behind us. I heard Sophia begin to shout for help, but it was quickly muffled. As I quickly turned to see what was going on, a large sack was forced down onto my head, and then moments later, everything went black. What? When I awoke after what seemed to be hours, although later checking my watch, it must have only been a few minutes, the sack was still over my head. I attempted to remove it, at which point I discovered my hands were bound, seemingly by a thick rope. I attempted to cry for help, but it was muffled due to a gag that had seemingly been put in- that had seemingly been stuffed into my mouth. I began to hear similar muffled cries for help as Sophia began to awaken. With my limited mobility, I began to attempt to feel around for a way to escape. I must have fumbled around in the dark for a few minutes before I knocked something to the floor. By the sound it made, it seemed to be metallic. I moved to grasp what I had dislodged when I recoiled in pain, able to feel blood flowing out of a cut on my hand. This time, taking care not to cut myself on what appeared to be a knife, I began to carefully slice away at my restraints. After a few minutes, my hands were free, although I had sliced my wrist open as the ropes came off. I let out a muffled cry of pain, attempting to not draw any attention. 
I quickly removed the sack over my head, followed by my gag. Glancing around, I saw Sophia besides me struggling with her restraints, although with nothing around she could use to free herself, similar to how I did so. As I went to free her, however, I caught a glimpse of the freezer. Through the little window on the outside of the freezer, I could see inside of it, and I am still haunted by what I saw. Human carcasses hanging from hooks, gutted like pigs. I froze with terror, realizing what the food here was actually made from, and why it was such a mistake to order the fish fillet. In the moments that followed, it would transpire just how colossal of a mistake my actions just now were. While still frozen in place, grasping the gravity of the situation we were now in, I began to hear sounds from the doorway. I quickly turned to face the doorway and realized that any second now someone would come through that door. I regret what I did next. Adrenaline kicked in and flight prevailed over fight. I sprinted the fuck out of there, knife still in hand, leaving Sophia to whatever horrible fate they had in store for her. I still hear her muffled cries for help as I seemingly left her to die in my nightmares. As I ran outside of the building, I could hear a commotion behind me, the sounds of footsteps coming after me. I quickly got into my car and scrambled to get the keys out of my pocket. As soon as I inserted them into the engine, I quickly roared into life and made the escape. As I fled down the highway, I looked back behind me to see a group of employees, about four or five in number, although I could be mistaken, standing in the parking lot simply staring at me. The police officer I spoke to did not believe me. It was obvious he considered driving such a long distance a waste of time, and the fact that I probably sounded like a madwoman with the way I described the events that transpired not helping my case. When I pushed him further, he implied that if I persisted in saying someone else had been with me in the car, then I would be tried for the murder since I would be a prime suspect for their disappearance. I dropped the the subject at that, knowing the police would be of no help. This all happened around a week ago. I haven't answered my phone or spoke to many people since about the incident with the officer. I was a coward. I could have saved her, but instead I ran for my life and doomed her to a terrible fate. Every night I've been having the same nightmare, over and over again. The capture, the escape, and the muffled cries for help of my friend I let die as I dropped my knife while fleeing like a coward. I cannot go on like this. I just don't know what to do. Should I go back and attempt to rescue Sophia, or is it already too late and is she already dead? One thing is for certain, though. If you find yourself driving through the middle of nowhere and you come across a knockoff Dick Monalds, <laughs> do not order the chicken fillet or you may suffer a terrible fate. <laughs> the end. And then it goes on. There's another link that says, as it would turn out, this would not be the last time that I visited Dick Monalds. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's so no... that story is pretty dark, but I think it's funny that it's all about Dick Monalds. There's no way that's real. I mean. That's crazy. I don't know. Wait, hold on. Let me. Let me. That's crazy. If that was me, there's I There's w- nothing that says it's real nor fake. Yeah. So if that ever <laughs> the police not helping you, oh my gosh. Yeah, that'd be scary. I'd be like, screw it. I'd go back, shoot up that. Okay, big Jonah, 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 Jonah. Me and you. We're on a road trip in Ohio. <laughs> oh my gosh. We see a Dick Monalds. You decide to be a dumbass and get the chicken fillet. <laughs> I rescue you and I say, I'll go with I'll go back with you. And then you leave me. Uh, would you leave me? Would nah. you leave me or would you save me? No, I'd save you. I'd try and fight. You know? Okay. Good. I, I would you save gotta you do too. what you can, you know. I would save I'd, you too. I'd cut that the the thing as fast as I could. Or I'd just like drag you, you know. Yeah, like, I might that. I might I might leave, but I would get in my car and run that bitch into the building. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I would tear some I, I would tear I, that bitch up for you. If I like if I had like left completely like if you had died, like still oh I would have come back I would feel and I would have been like, 
it would have been like game GG, like <laughs> come on with the freaking AR and just oh my go, 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 go. god, Jonah, <laughs> get, 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 I get him, bro. I like you can't. And if the if the cops aren't gonna help you and if you're gonna get tried for murder anyways, might as well like go all in. Fair you know? enough. Might as well get go get the people. If the if the cops aren't gonna aren't gonna do anything, go and finish it off yourself. Be the vigilante. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. being my vigilante. Well, on that note, um, ah, it's so scary. Thank you so much for tuning in to oh, our thank you. Halloween I hope you episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to us piss ourselves for an oh entire hour. Yeah, for real. So, yeah, on that note, my name is Jonah Hartman. And my name is Kyle Whirl. And this is, is BDF. BDF.